0: Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us.
1: Hey guys, welcome to God's Whole Story. My name is Ryan. I'm here today with Chelsea, and today we are reading pretty much exclusively in Ezra. Is that right?
0: Uh, and First Chronicles. A little
1: bit of First Chronicles. Yep. Um, but basically what we're getting is a, an account of the people who are returning to Jerusalem. So it actually seems to me like not that long ago, they were getting drug out of Jerusalem. Oh
0: well, yeah, when you read the Bible in a year.
1: <laughs> now they're going back. Short period of time. Felt very long to them, Exactly. Yeah. So Like 70
0: years. <laughs> well, <laughs> really?
1: <laughs> Uh, What stuck out to you, Chelsea?
0: Um, uh, Zerubbabel. I like that You love that guy, don't you? I do. Well, he's a descendant, or he's an ancestor of Jesus. um, But he's part of Jesus' royal line, I think, Mm. and priestly line. I think that's... Oh, fancy. I think that's what... Don't quote me on that. Um, But he's an important figure that we'll continue to see. The other thing that stuck out to me is not quite related to the Bible. (laughs) Is that okay? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Just the Urim and the Thuman.
1: Oh, so, you love that stuff, too, because you talked about that before.
0: It's very, it's, well, it's very Mormon related. So, I just want to, like, the Mormons are, like, very big on Yarm and Thumen. We should not be. <laughs> they cast lots because are, are of these Are these
1: things? spices? Do these go into chili? No,
0: they're special stones oh, that went into um, Aaron's priestly garments. Oh. Like, it was, like, part of his breastplate or something. So not, I don't know. Not, not chili, then? No. Hmm. Don't, don't make chili with the sacred stones. Um, but they, like, they consult the Lord by casting lots with these things. Just like throwing it out there. That is not how we should consult the Lord anymore.
1: <laughs> it just feels like Thanos. Is it, is it like they have to collect all six and then they can snap their fingers and know what to do?
0: Well, I don't know.
1: <laughs> all right. Sounds good.
0: That's all. What's that out to you? Uh, I
1: really, and I know you do too, because you said it. I, I really appreciate this kind of odd passage about the foundation of the temple being mm. set Mm-hmm. And what you have is that the older generations it causes them to weep, um, because they, they this new the, the second temple is it's a it's a little janky. I mean, I, yeah. I, it's not <laughs> it's not the same. It's not built in Solomon's splendor um, because it's a different time, and yeah. and they have different things available to them, and they're they're like a returning ragtag group of people.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like. Yeah, I compared to Solomon's Temple, it's probably kind of shack like as yes, I'm imagining it.
1: <laughs> yes. So the, the older people are distraught because of how different it is, and the younger people are excited because it exists. Mm-hmm. So it's a very, very cool picture of like a multi generational relationship with God. Right. And that these older people, like, I think that I. What I read from this, it's not explicitly in the text, but what I read from it is that the anguish of the sin that existed is in their hearts. And the, the mark of that sin continues. Like, the reason that, that the temple is janky is because the first one got destroyed because the people turned their hearts away from God. Yeah. However, you have this new group of people that are experiencing for the very first time burnt offerings on the altar to God in Jerusalem, and it's very exciting. Mm -hmm. And so there's this really, really awesome picture of just multi-generational context. Yeah. Do we need to understand the weight of sin? Yes. The people that experienced it could bring it. Do we need the excitement of a new relationship with God? Yes. The people that are experiencing that for the first time can bring it. Yeah. It's very cool.
0: It is very cool. And like what both parties, what they're experiencing isn't wrong. It's just from a different perspective. And
1: and what's your favorite line? You like underlined it or something. Oh,
0: the joyful shouting and weeping mingled together in a loud noise that could be heard far in the distance. Um, I just, it's like, it's so like sad and poetic. I don't know. It's very strange to me how it's described that way, but so powerful. I mean, people from miles around heard weeping and joy together, Mm -hmm. um, which, I don't know, it's kind of beautiful.
1: There's a very real world real world takeaway here. So this is like a thing for the church. Like church, we need older people with perspective yes. that can bring wisdom and bring experience. We need younger people that are experiencing this for the first time. Maybe not, maybe not physically young, maybe spiritually young, that bring an excitement of serving the Lord. But both of them have to be together. Yeah. And we can't divorce those two things. If you di- divorce those two things, it starts to get a little bit weird. Right. So, like, um, imagine if if these people building the foundation, if all they had was, oh, this is so awesome, and they didn't have some wisdom that was like, yes, and we should take this very seriously.
0: Yeah. 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 And I think that's, it's so important for our churches, too. Like, Yes. I think about, like, Pastor Matt, if he wasn't led by older pastors, and I know that he is, mm-hmm. like, who knows what would right. happen? Right. And, um, yeah, we should, ha- our church both in leadership and in our congregation, we should be having those people in our lives, both younger and older, that are speaking into our lives. Yeah. Yeah, Guys, thanks so much for listening to God's Whole Story today, and we'll be back in Daniel tomorrow. Bye. See ya. Ezra 2, starting in
1: verse 1. Here's the list of the Jewish exiles of the provinces who returned from their captivity. King Nebuchadnezzar had deported them to Babylon, but now they returned to Jerusalem and the other towns in Judah where they originally lived. Their leaders were Zerubbabel, Jeshua, Nehemiah, Sariah, Reliah, Mordecai, Bilshan, Mizpar, Bigvi, Rehum, and Bana. This is the number of the men of Israel who returned from exile, the family of Parash, 2172 the family of sheptiah 372 the family of era 775 the family of pahath moab descendants of jeshua and joab 2812 the family of elam 1254 the family of zatu 945 the family of zakai 760 the family of bani 642 the family of Babai 623 the family of Asgad, 1,222, the family of Donakim, 666, the family of Bigvai, 2,056, the family of Adin, 454, the family of Ater, descendants of Hezekiah, 98, the family of Bezi, 323, the family of Jorah, 112, the family of Hashem, 223, the family of Gibar, 95, the people of Bethlehem, 123, the people of Nedipa 56, the people of Ananoth, 128, the people of Beth-Azevameth, 42, the people of Kiriath-Jiriam, Kepherah, and Biroth, 743, the people of Ramah and Giba, 621, the people of Michmash, 122, the people of Bethel and Ai, 223, the citizens of Nebo, 52, the citizens of Magbish, 156, the citizens of West Elam, 1,254, the citizens of Haram, 320, the citizens of Lod, Hadid, and Ono, 725, the citizens of Jericho, 345, the citizens of Sena, 3,630. These are the priests who returned from exile, the family of Jediah through the line of Jeshua, 973. The family of Immer 1,052. The family of Pasher, 1,247. The family of Haram, 1,017. These are the Levites who returned from exile. The families of Jeshua and Cadmiel, descendants of Hadava, 74. The singers of the family of Asaph, 128 the gatekeepers of the families of Shalom, Ater, Talman, Akub, Hataya, and Shobai, 139. The descendants of the following temple servants returned from exile. Ziha, Hashapa, Taboa, Kiras, Siya, Padon, Labana, Hagaba, Akub, Hagab, Shalmai, Hanan, Gidel, Gahar, Renaya, Rezin, Nakoda, Gazam, Uzzah, Pasea Besai, Asna Meunim, Nefushim Bacapak, Hakapa, Harur, Basluth, Mahida, Harsha, Barkos, Sisera, Tema, Naziah, and Hatepha. The descendants of these servants of King Solomon returned from exile. Sotai, Hasaphareth Peruda, Jala, Darkon, Giddle, Safthiah, Hatil. Pakarth Hezebim, and Ami. In all, the temple servants and descendants of Solomon's servants, numbered 392. Another, regroup, another group returned at this time from the towns of Tel Tel Harsha, Kurab, Adan, and Emmer. However, they could not prove that they or their families were descendants of Israel. This group included the families of Deliah, Tobiah, and Nakoda, a total of 652 people. Three families of priests, Hobiah, Hakaz, and Barzillai, also returned. This Barzillai had married a woman who was a descendant of Barzillai of Gilead and had taken her family name. They searched for their names in the genealogical records, but they were not found, so they were disqualified from serving as priests. The governor told them not to eat the priest's share of food from the sacrifices until a priest could consult the Lord about the matter by using the Urim and Theniphim, the sacred lots. So a total of 42,360 people returned to Judah, in addition to 7,337 servants and 200 singers, both men and women. They took with them 736 horses, 245 mules, 435 camels, and 6,720 donkeys. When they arrived at the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem, some of the family leaders made voluntary offerings toward the rebuilding of God's temple on its original site, and each leader gave as much as he could. The total of their gifts came to 61,000 gold coins, 6,250 pounds of silver, and 100 robes for the priests. So the priests, the Levites, the singers, the gatekeepers, the temple servants, and some of the common people settled in villages near Jerusalem. The rest of the people returned to their towns throughout Israel. In early autumn, when the Israelites had settled in their towns, all the people assembled in Jerusalem with a unified purpose. Then Jeshua, son of Jehozadak, joined his fellow priests and Zerubbabel, son of Shethiel, with his family in rebuilding the altar of the God of Israel. They wanted to sacrifice burnt offerings on it as instructed in the law of Moses, the man of God. Even though the people were afraid of the local residents, they rebuilt the altar at its old site. Then they began to sacrifice burnt offerings on the altar to the Lord each morning and evening. They celebrated the festival of shelters as prescribed in the law, sacrificing the number of burnt offerings specified for each day of the festival. They also offered the regular burnt offerings and the offerings required for the new moon celebrations and annual festivals as prescribed by the Lord. The people also gave voluntary offerings to the Lord. Fifteen days before the festival of shelters began, the priests had begun to sacrifice burnt offerings to the Lord. This was even before they had started to lay the foundation of the Lord's temple. Then the people hired masons and carpenters and bought cedar logs from the people of Tyre and Sidon, paying them with food, wine, and olive oil. The logs were brought down from Lebanon mountains and floated along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea to Joppa, for King Cyrus had given permission for this. The construction of the temple of God began in mid spring during the second year after they arrived in Jerusalem. The workforce was made up of everyone who had returned from exile, including Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, uh, Jeshua, son of Jehozadak, and his fellow priests and all the Levites. The Levites who were twenty years old or older were put in charge of rebuilding the Lord's temple. The workers at the temple of God were supervised by Jeshua with his sons and relatives, and Cabmiel and his sons, all descendants of Hodavah. They were helped in this task by the Levites of the family of Hennadad. When the builders completed the foundation of the Lord's temple, the priests put on robes and took their places to blow their trumpets. And the Levites, descendants of Asaph, clanged their cymbals together to praise the Lord just as King David had prescribed. With praise and thanks, they sang the song to the Lord. He is so good. His faithful love for Israel endures forever. Then all the people gave a great shout, praising the Lord because the foundation of the Lord's temple had been laid. But many of the older priests, Levites, and other leaders who had seen the first temple wept aloud when they saw the new temple's foundation. The others, however, were shouting for joy. The joyful shouting and weeping mingled together in a loud noise that could be heard far in the distance. The enemies of Judah and Benjamin heard that the exiles were rebuilding a temple to the Lord, the God of Israel. So they approached Zerubbabel and the other leaders and said, Let us build with you, for we worship your God just as you do. We have sacrificed to him ever since King Ershadon of Assyria brought us here. But Zerubbabel, Jeshua, and the other leaders of Israel replied, You may have no part in this work. We alone will build a temple for the Lord, the God of Israel, just as King Cyrus of Persia commanded us. Then the local residents tried to discourage and frighten the people of Judah to keep them from the work. They bribed agents to work against them and to frustrate their plans. This went on during the entire reign of Cyrus of Persia and lasted until King Darius of Persia took the throne. The sons of Zerubbabel were Meshullam and Hananiah. Their sister was Shelamith. The His five other sons were Hesheba, Ohel, Barakiah, Hesediah, and jeshub The sons of Hananiah were Pelatiah, Jeshaliah. Jeshiah's son was Rephiah. Rephiah's son was Arnon. Arnon's son was Obadiah. Obadiah's son was Shekaniah. The descendants of Shechaniah were Shemaiah and his sons, Hatash, Igel, Bariah, Neriah, and Shaphat six in all. The sons of Neriah were Elaniah, Hezekiah, Azrakam, three in all. The sons of Elaniah were Hodaviah, Elishib, Peliah, Akub, Jonan, Deliah, and Ananiah, seven in all.